This, 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 this is mythical. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the Round Table of Dim Lighting, we're gonna be talking about first kiss stories. We've got stories, you've got stories, and we've actually got some of our uh, mythical entertainment crew members who also have some stories. Yeah, um, so we're gonna go, go down memory lane, and, okay. it, and it's gonna get a little awkward. awkward. Well, no, it won't get awkward. We'll just be unpacking the awkward. Yeah. So maybe that'll make it less awkward. But sometimes that makes people feel awkward when you talk about awkward things. I, I think, it, it, but it won't in this case. Not in this Don't case. Don't you worry. Not, no, no awkward analogies or anything. Um, but you know what? I wanted to make sure before we talked about that that if you, Rhett, have gone to any other doctor, I just wanted to make absolutely sure just that I did, in? I did not miss. Like I'm just starting to develop a habit of like, hey, yeah. you know, tell me about your doctor visit. Like I don't even know if you've been to the doctor. I'm just like, well, yeah. how was your doctor's visit today? It is worth asking though, because I went to the doctor today. <laughs> you hit the bullseye, man. Oh gosh. You hit the bullseye the once whole, again. The whole target is a bullseye. It's just a red, it's just a cool red thing on the wall. It's not a, it's not a um, dartboard at all. Um, I went. It's a decoration. Stop throwing darts at it. This was a follow-up appointment. I told my whole my whole ENT my double ENT visit. You know I, that was like m weeks ago, and then what I didn't even tell anybody about it feels it, like yesterday. I told well I told you guys about it, but I didn't tell uh, the ear biscuitiers about this. I went to another ENT that was lo closer, that yeah, wasn't so far you, cause, away. Cause you didn't like the answer. You wanted you wanted something worse. You wanted somebody to tell you something worse. No, we were. But that's not even the doctor that you went to this morning. Yeah it is, it is, same guy. Okay. So like six weeks, so we're talking about, by the time you hear this, we will be on our tour, right? When this comes out, we'll, it, this will, when will this, when will this come out? Oh, this is ten two. So, we'll be about. It will be a couple of weeks out from our tour. But at the time that so I went to the other ENT twice, and he was like, "You don't really have like, you know, it's just." He gave me all the the prescriptions and stuff, and I yeah, slowly I got better. But then I started realizing I don't think I'm getting better fast enough to feel confident to go on tour and like sing and talk and. You know, and I was—I know the songs that we're gonna sing in the show, and I'm like starting to worry about my voice being able to hold up. And when I like try to begin to practice them, my voice starts like not being able to do it. So I was like, I'm gonna go to a guy who's local because maybe it's something else. Maybe it's allergies. Maybe it's maybe there's something else going on. I'm gonna get a second opinion from somebody who's closer. And uh, so I went, and the guy did the whole thing with the thing in your throat video. <laughs> and again, he confirmed there's nothing. There's no nodes or anything specifically wrong. It's just a general irritation from something. He was like, "It's well, either." Well, I'm sorry. He's like, "It's either allergies, but it might be acid reflux." And I'm like, "Acid reflux." So he gives me a prescription for basically generic Nexium, whatever, something that's like a what do they call it? Protein pump, something. I don't know what it is. Basically, makes your stomach make less acid. So I'm like a week into taking that, just okay. just as a precaution. But then he's also like and you should come back for an allergy test just to make sure that it's not allergies. 
In the meantime, basically he sees the writing on the wall that this tall guy, well I can, I can milk him for everything. I'm gonna give him this drug, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna give him this test. Oh man, we got a whole, I got a whole regimen well, I'm gonna put you through. And I've also always wondered. I'm gonna bill you for it too. I've also always wondered like, cause you know I've got all these skin sensitivities and stuff and like different food it things. It would just be fun to know that you're allergic to something. I would, I wanna know like, okay, is, it, is there anything definitive that you can find? So I wonder what, what, was it the type where they put the stuff all over your back? Yeah, I'll get to that in one second. In the meantime, I continue to get, just for those of you who are, unlike Link, who are actually worried about me, even though he is gonna be singing with me, uh, he's gonna be trying to harmonize with me, which is gonna be very difficult if there is no voice coming That's right. out of him. It's difficult to harmonize with no one. Um, um, my it, Things get a little bit better every single week. Like there's little setbacks, but I get a little bit better, so I'm not, so I've lost my like, overarching fear that something really wrong is something, I mean, there could be something really wrong, but I've lost my fear that something really wrong, there's something really wrong with me, because I'm getting, it's not getting worse, it's getting slowly better, and I think that the timing, even if I continue at this rate, it's gonna be okay. But I was like, I got this allergy test scheduled, I'm gonna go in for it. That was this morning. So, I go in there, and uh, the woman who administers the test, this is what she does. She does it for multiple doctors. Okay. Um, and there was a, and actually I Instagrammed uh, a picture of me, sort of shirtless, just you know, like a shoulder. I didn't want to give you, I didn't want to give you, I wanted to keep you wanting more. Just give you a, just give you a shoulder. Uh, of me get, right there next to all the little things, all the vials. So basically the way this works is they have concentrates of all these different allergens and like, it's like cockroach, dog, Cat, like animals, and then there's, yeah, and then like molds, like multiple molds, penicillin mold, another kind of mold, and then different weeds, and then different, all kinds of plants, animals, environmental things. And and what, they dab it on you? Two different things. The first test is she has, it almost looks like uh, an ice tray. And all these things are stuck, needles are soaking in this concentrate, but they're like six together in one. So she was like, yes, this used to all be one at a time, but now we just take this thing and just press it up against your back and all six of them prick you at the same time. And, Ooh. There, and there's 30 of them, I think. Ooh. So you. Maybe 36, six so you, six. So the, <clears> it's soaking in dog how do you get stuff? First of all, how do you get dog concentrate? Dog that, juice. That's the main thing I was thinking the whole time is how did they concentrate a dog down to that? I mean, did, a, did they kill a dog for this? It's a big blender. Or did they just take like a piece of the tail? I don't know how they got it. I mean, hopefully it was humane. Uh, but I have no way of knowing. Maybe it's just the hair. Maybe they shave a dog and then they just, they put it in a blender and then they see what's left. They squeegee a dog. You bathe the dog and you get bath water? They squeegee it. Okay. So, I, so, but but you don't get one needle. You get like six, and I'm I, I'm on I'm, your back first. Starts on your back. And how much surface area are all these needles concentrated in? Is it like, like a thumbnail size or smaller? No, with each six, if they they all come. That's six right there. Oh, like an index card. Yeah, yeah, a little bit smaller than an index card. And they push an index card size. It's got six points on it. Oh wow. And they and it doesn't hurt. I mean, it's a little prick, but it doesn't hurt. And uh, 
She also injects you with a hist straight hist. But you don't have you don't have that much surface area on your back to do six index cards. Six index cards, do you? Heck yeah, I do. Well, you're a tall guy, I guess. I might only have seven. It's smaller. Six or five. Well, seven is more than six. First <laughs> of all, math major. That is true. But they're 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 pretty small. Well, I'm not a math major, just for the record. Yeah, that was being facetious. Um, it's just a weird reference. It's something I never was or planned <laughs> to be. Math so, major. My she, wife she, is a math major. That's why I married her. She also so gives I would you not know. She gives you a straight histamine shot because everyone will react to, to a histamine injection if you, unless you've taken antihistamines. That's why you can't take any antihistamines for a week before the test. So that's a control group so, to see if control. you can even. And then she does that and then she does the six and she's like, wait, 15 minutes. She's like, you're probably gonna start itching or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm itching in like one place. And then she comes back and she's like, well, you're really only re reacting to the histamine and not even reacting that much to it. Which is weird because like, as people pointed out on the Instagram post, like, you remember what happened to me with the maple syrup on the show? Yeah, it, it made like this red pattern exactly where it was, like a raised. And maple syrup was not one of the things that was put into my body. So, well, so then she says, "Okay, she well, her chance. now I've got to confirm that with a like a it's, it's she called it an in, uh, subdermal something, but basically she then she came over on this arm, and she there was four different levels of concentrations of the same thing. And based on the initial test, she does a confirmation test on your arm. It took an hour and 15 minutes. And then she goes through and she pricks, like she injects all the stuff into one arm. And you can like see the skin like bubble up with, hmm. the, with the concentrate Gross. underneath there. And then you wait another 15 minutes to see if you react to that. And then long story short, I ended up having mild, Mild reaction. She said mild to moderate, but I think it was mild reactions to penicillin mold, another kind of mold, dogs. A mild reaction to dogs? Yeah. And I don't I've got the report in the car. But isn't Barbara the type of dog that you wouldn't be allergic to? Well, no dogs are truly hypoallergenic, but some are more hypo some some are less allergenic than others. But she was like, how long have you had the dog? And I was like, two years. And she was like, well, that's about how long it takes for this for for your, for your you to develop an allergic reaction to something. But she was also like, but it's mild. It's not like a, you've gotta get rid of the dog. She was like, these are the things you need to do. And she was like, you should get like a, you should have like a filter in your house and dust mites too. She was like, how old are your pillows? And I felt guilty because we made a whole freaking song about how you're supposed to replace your pillow like every two year or two. Yeah. Every year, and I was like, more than two years. She was like, you should get a new pillow every year. Get new pillows. Don't store stuff under your bed. Don't store stuff. If under you your store bed. stuff under your bed, it causes people to not clean up under your bed. There's no vacuuming that happens. Oh. Things stay in the same place, and dust mites. So anyway, she she thinks that it might have something to do with that. But it was one of those things that like you just no definitive answers. Good news, bad news. The good news is it's not like something was some crazy reaction. Bad news was, well, if I if there was, at least I'd know what to do. Well, I'm I'm <clears throat> sincerely sorry that um, you're okay. <laughs> Just joking, man. But uh, I'm not gonna have to give away Barbara, but I'm gonna have to uh, put her in a put her in a bubble. She'll like it. Me it? or her, I gotta be in the bubble. Well, you could. It's a much bigger bubble for you. 
All right, guys, let's uh, let's shift gears here a little bit. Ear Biscuits is supported by Spotify. You may be listening to Spotify right now and enjoying this podcast, and if so. This Congratulations mes- to you. Well, this message is not really for you because um, that's called preaching to the choir, but, but if you're not listening to Spotify right now, but you're listening to this podcast, and you are because, well, you're listening to me. Yeah. I just wanna point out that you could be listening to this on Spotify. Right, because Spotify has podcasts including Ear Biscuits, but let me do, I will say that it's not exactly preaching to the choir, it could just be making the people who already made the decision to enjoy Ear Biscuits on Spotify feel better about their decision. So it could be a feel source good about being of encouragement. In the choir. This is a source of encouragement for those of you already listening on Spotify. If you enjoy music on Spotify, and I know a lot of you do, then hey, just skip on over to the podcast section and listen to Ear Biscuits or any of your other favorite podcasts within Spotify, it's so simple, you stay in one place. If I can stay in one app, I'll do it. I'm not a multiple tab open kind of guy, so I'm all for this. To find more podcasts, head over to spotify.com slash podcasts. Now on with the biscuit. My first girlfriend was Leslie, uh, but I did not kiss her. My first girlfriend was Leslie, you don't say. Um, a little bit later, the next in the next year, um, seventh grade, and I did not kiss her, because um, you dated her in sixth grade. But hey, neither one of us kissed her. I got so close, man. You got close. Oh yes, I got close. Like you had, you attempted. You did like a flyback. I was at the dance, and I had in the Bowie's Creek Elementary School cafeteria. cafeteria. That's where we did the dance. <laughs> and I was sitting there up against the wall, like there were chairs up against the wall, sitting next to Leslie, and then right next to me, another couple. Who was the other couple? Leslie's best friend. Amber. And who was she dating at the time? Dated she? him for a long time. Uh, I don't remember. Matt McKinney. Oh wow, <laughs> Matt <laughs> McKinney. Yes. Matt McKinney. Yeah, they had a good thing going. You dog. But you we were Matt sitting McKinney. there and <laughs> I was, okay, I had my, and I never kissed a girl, I had my arm around her and then I had my other hand interlocked with her hand. Not awkward at all. Just like so into this moment. So you were you had her like incarcerated, like yeah. she couldn't run away. Right. And. But the funny thing is, is I found out later that your arms are so long and gangly. She, she wanted me, and I wish I had known this. She wanted me to kiss her, but I didn't know. I just didn't know, and I was so nervous. And I remember like sit, like we danced, you know. And then I'm in, I'm in my position, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, I don't even know what to do. How do you start? I just, I've seen it on television, but I just, I, I just got to do it. I just got to commit. And the next thing I know, my dad is there. He's Ooh. like, he like taps me on the head. On the head? <laughs> Dang! And he's like, "That was your moment. That's when you should have kissed her." He's like, "Come on, boy, time to go home." <laughs> and you should have gone in for the kiss right then. <laughs> no, no. It's like I think your dad might have been like subtly trying to push your head into her face. Yeah, it didn't feel that way. You know, like it, yeah, no. it, was, it was more of a you were subject to me, and we're out of here. Yeah, like. Yeah, sport, I, mean, I know what you're up to. I don't remember getting anywhere near that close um, to kissing Leslie at any sort of engagement because 
Uh, I was so clueless <laughs> and still am in a lot of ways. My second girlfriend was Amber. Oh, she was my second girlfriend as well. And she was my first kiss. Oh, she was my first kiss as well. <laughs> this is all true by the way. Yeah. <laughs> people think we're nuts. Um, well, so you, well, da you dated Leslie in sixth grade, I dated Leslie in beginning of seventh grade and then I skipped right over once Leslie dumped me because mm -hmm. I was so clueless. Man, was that still seventh grade? Cause then I've always, I dated yeah. Amber in seventh grade. Yeah, I've always remembered that. And I, then you dated Amber. I was in, in sixth eighth and eighth, and you had her, and you doubled up in seventh grade. Yeah, big year for me. I bookended you with Amber and Leslie, and then you had the Amber and Leslie year <clears throat> of seventh grade. Well, I think we should bookend this conversation with each of our first kiss oh. stories with the same girl, <laughs> Amber, <laughs> and see who did a better job. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I, we can make it a competition. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure we already did, so we could talk about that. But, um, but before we do, I do want to read some mythical beast accounts of first kisses because we did ask uh, you guys to tell us about your first kiss stories. Thank you for all who did that. We asked for some, for some honest yet funny ones. Um, Kimberly said, I was 16 at the time, we were watching Bulletproof Monk. You seen that movie? No. Doesn't sound like a kissing flick. No, it doesn't sound like a makeout movie. And my boyfriend of six months decided that this was the best time to try. So yeah, oh. she, she kind of admits that like he's kind of boneheaded. He missed twice. <laughs> <laughs> Once because my head was in the wrong direction, I was watching the movie. So he like, Tried to give her a kiss, but ended up like pecking the side of her head or something. Yeah, right. It happens. And the second, because our glasses smashed into each other. Mm. Yeah, that's an added source of anxiety. I mean, first kiss, like you're you're concerned about what's going to happen. There's so so many logistics. I mean, the first time I tried to water ski, it was not pretty. What? What do you mean? What? Water skiing and kissing are very similar. Explain, please. It's like there's a lot of forces involved and you're bound to get wet. <laughs> it seems like something I like made up, but I didn't. Like water skiing is, water skiing, I hadn't thought of this ahead of time, but I really? do think it's very, really? very, shut up, that was funny, man. It sounded like a setup and a punchline. It was, it was funny, it was funny. It was, I, it was I actually funny. laughed. Yeah. I did laugh. I made up a joke on the spot, but yeah. I legitimately was thinking about the, all the technical things that have to come together at once in order to like get up on your skis while being pulled behind a boat on a body of water and then maintaining some sort of um, equilibrium so that you can have fun, yay! It's just like first kiss. I, well, I could say for someone who, I am a person who has both water skied and kissed and I could say kissing is a lot easier than water skiing. It comes a whole lot more naturally. I'll speak for yourself. Uh, Kimberly says, he did finally get there and it was pretty good. Yeah, you gotta make. <laughs> and, and I think she means a third attempt in that yeah. same uh, bulletproof monk viewing session. You gotta make, uh, this is when echolocation comes into play. You gotta make some kind of visual, you have to have some sort of uh, audio cue that you're coming in. Something, I don't know you're what, like, everybody has a different sound. So you're like sonaring it? Like, yeah, you can't, yeah, I mean there's gotta be, there's gotta be an indication, it could be something more subtle like just a slight rustle of the clothing or something like that, just to let people, hey, 
you got to get the, the 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 person's head turned your way because that's also how you find out if they're into it, right? You can't just be see somebody watching a movie and just pounce on them like that. No. There needs to be informed consent. Exactly. For, uh, yeah, and that, that is, and that is at least the person's head is turned towards you. So they have they have the ability to accept or reject as you move closer. Um this ended well. We married a few moments later. No, a few, <laughs> a few years after high school, and we'll be celebrating six years this November. Congratulations, Kimberly. Wow. P.S. We still watch Bulletproof Monk together. Oh, nothing gets me going like that Bulletproof Monk, baby. I don't even have any idea what hey, that baby. is. Put on the Bulletproof Monk. I think it's an action flick that has kung fu overtones. Okay. Um. Let me read a few more, just to just to totally wet our palates. To wet the skis, so to speak. To lick the lips. I'm going in for another one. Okay. Boo, boo. Hold on to your ropes. I could tell by the way that that sound bounced back into my ears. It was bouncing off of fleshy lips. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just making sure. Or an open mouth. I'm carrying that this, one. Didn't bounce back. The skiing analogy further. Make sure you got your 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 gas in your tank. I don't know. I'm just trying to help you out. You can you can rip your arm off your body yeah. if the person driving the boat. It involves two people too, see it's not just you. you it's a dance with the, with the person driving the boat, you it's, see? Yeah, and sometimes there's somebody else in the boat too. Name. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, another the, person who's with this the This analogy party. is unsinkable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe said, uh, man. my first kiss was at the park and my hair flew in my face and then an elderly woman clapped. <laughs> <laughs> and I tripped on my shoelace right after. I, I think that it just goes to show you that. Somebody clapped. Then an elderly woman clapped. You know you got it going on when, and I don't know if she clapped like applause or if it was like she was distracted by an elderly woman just happening to like slap her hands together. Mm. It sounds like applause in the context. Um, well that's a good sign. And sometimes If people, elderly people are clapping, that's a good first kiss. Elderly people love to clap for skiers. That's one thing I've noticed anytime I've gotten gotten it up. I mean, on. Gotten the skis, <laughs> stood up while skiing. Gosh. Unsinkable. But you know, there's, you're a bundle of nerves because there's so many things that can go wrong. I've only read two of these and there's been seven things that have gone wrong just yeah. in the two stories. Danny 90 said, um, he and I were in the middle of our first proper kiss and a bird pooped on his head oh. slash face, and some of the poop got into my mouth. Okay, now I don't. I, I, you, I have, you don't I have believe a, that. I have a tough time believing this one. Now, it, well, I, it can happen somewhere on Earth. Yeah, a bird is pooping over people having a first. But kiss. what are the chances that of we asked that question and one of the mythical beasts? Actually, had it happen to him. Danny ninety Rhett is calling you a liar. I mean, I don't know. It could have happened, and if it, you know, we can talk about and it, like it could have happened. Whoa, that's crazy! I can't believe that happened. It was so gross. But I also have trouble believing it. Try to say that I could be wrong. I wasn't there. I'm not a bird. Rhett, stranger things have happened on skis. Yeah, think I'm, about. I'm it. sure someone has been crapped on while skiing, and it probably was no big deal because you just no. fall in the water. Well, no, because your, your mouth's open a little. And it gets in there. You gotta I'm keep your sure. Mouth. I've never kept my mouth open while skiing. Well, you don't ski a lot. <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes your mouth gapes open when you're skiing. Well, when you give a signal to the boat, maybe. I do you, do you I, know the boat signals. I, I will bet that birds have pooped. Multiple birds have pooped into multiple into the same mouth while skiing. 
And so I believe that Danny Ninety is telling the truth. Why, why would she lie? He wasn't skiing. What? He wasn't skiing. Who wasn't? She wasn't skiing. Danny Ninety. That was a first kiss. Yeah, if she was skiing, I'd believe it. You lost me. Mandy uh, was 16. After the date, I told my mom that I thought I got a kiss, but I wasn't sure. The actions were there, but I wasn't sure if we made contact or not. Really? Wow. You don't believe her either? That level of uncertainty. We can't keep asking for Mythical Beast contributions if you're gonna <laughs> call well, bull on everybody. I don't know if it's just the, num- the, the, the stories that you're choosing, but I'm also a little bit surprised at the ages. Like, that's two 16-year-olds in a row? Like, in, in my book, that's, I mean, that seems late. I'm not, I'm, trying, I'm not judging anybody, I'm just saying that like, I, if anything, mm-hmm. my first kiss was in the early 90s and I, and I was 14 at the time and I felt late amongst my friends. Well, I beat you to it, ha, ha, Have people, ha, things are slowing down? I mean, we got something to be hopeful about? I hope so. Yeah, they're slowing down, they're starting at 16 these days. So she got a ghost kiss, again. It's like, who knew you could fear that? Now yeah. that's another thing to fear. Phantom kiss. Phantom ghost kiss. Um, all right, and then this one, Marissa Stull, it was winter and we were sitting on my front steps. There wasn't any snow, but it was frosty. Mm. We had talked about it. That sounds fishy already. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you give extra weather details, you're setting up a lie. I I believe you guys, I do, I believe you. I'm I'm not gonna. It wasn't any snow, but it was frosty. You're right, that is fishy. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you ski during that? That's really Uh, the question. We had talked about it beforehand because he had to talk himself up to it and apparently talk her up to it as well. (laughs) It was cold enough that, oh gosh, his nose was doing that thing with the clear liquid that's kind of snot but more watery. Oh gosh, that's worse. Why am I reading this one? When he kissed me, his first kiss ever, his nose drip fell straight onto my lips and and I couldn't brush it away until he left to walk home. (laughs) I just told him. And I threw up in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. I just told him this after three years of being together and he's he's mortified. Like he didn't know for three years. Did they say how old they were? No, no, she didn't say, but not only does, um, he now know, but now we all know, Marissa. Yeah, Marissa told everybody. I almost said her last name, but I'm not Buddy gonna Buddy Roll. So, okay, we've, we've primed the pump. I believe that one now. You believe that last one? Yeah. Yeah, it had a ring of truthfulness. Yeah. The f- most false part was the frosty, frosty part. <laughs> frosty, but not snowing. You get that nose drip, you don't know it. It's so cold outside, you don't know that it's there. Yeah. You're going in for the kiss. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that I'm over that hump. Well, way over it. Let me tell you, brother. Uh-oh. Lots of kissing with my wife. <laughs> oh over. gosh, you don't. Okay, you don't have to reassure us. It's like, it's like oh, big boy wants to tell you <laughs> he's been kissing his wife. <laughs> what you call me, big boy? <laughs> yeah, big boy's been married for seventeen big years. Big boy, big boy wants you to know he's kissing his wife. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's so silly, man. It's, uh, okay. But what about your first, man? Because you need to tell talk about Amber and then I'll talk about her at the end. It was somebody's birthday party and they were, um, 
It, it was. It wasn't Amber's, but it was in Lillington. I don't know who. It was who at went, that place. That, I don't know. Well, yeah, it was at the Lillington Puritan, not Puritan, <laughs> Puritan, <laughs> like a Ruitan building, like the a Puritan building. It's like a you defiled the like, Puritan building, like one of those chamber of commerce slash. Yeah, it's where we. we your grandmother. It wasn't Ruitan, but it was like a Rotary Club. Your grandmother uh, invited us back to perform songs for her. Her group, senior citizen club. Senior citizens club at that place. Like yes. this was like five years ago. Well, no, it was probably it was right before we left to come to California. So it was probably like six or seven years ago. But yeah, we sang we showed songs up and sang a bunch of songs for, for all old of her folks. retired old folk friends. And the first thing our opener was, "Hey, my first kiss was here." Yeah, allow me to demonstrate. Any volunteers? <laughs> it's like I jump at any chance to make out yeah. with an elderly woman. Yeah, that lady. They got a lot of pent up. Hmm. <laughs> Like ferocious. Oh gosh! I only kiss my wife. Yeah, except for it that lady. Joke. At, that lady at that demonstration yeah. that one time. We were. It was Frenching it. It was theatrical. You know, it was one. It of, was just to prove it, a it's, point. It's like the actors. <laughs> the actors are kissing all the time, and it doesn't count, right? That's what it was when you kissed that old lady at the, at the Rorton Club. <laughs> I'm doing this as an actor to prove a point that this is where. Um, there was a. Proudly on display, just to the left of this place, was a caboose. An old caboose, yeah. Now, it would have been an epic makeout story if we had kissed in the caboose, but mm. no, we were in, like you walk in the front door and it's a big rectangular room with nothing but like metal folding chairs that wrestlers use to beat each other with. Without the wrestlers. And, and elderly people sit on for, yeah. for like group meetings. Yeah. But for some reason, it was this middle school birthday party there. I think it was like Betsy's party, because she was from Lillington. Mm. Don't don't remember, but um, I was going with Amber for a while. I'd even successfully talked to her on the phone a while. Yep, right. So I was like really on a roll. Like, and that's what we called it at the time, was going with. And nobody's dancing, nobody dances this thing, and the lights are up, and there are adults there. Too bright. And I'm like, there are adults here. There ain't no way. Too many chaperones. I'm gonna kiss my girlfriend. Yeah. There is no way. I am way too timid yeah. for that. Tough to get up on your skis when there's that much light and those many people around. Right. So I'm sitting next to her. I don't have my arm around her, much less my other hand intermingled with her fingers. Oh, you like should have talked. I didn't to me. have her locked down a whole year earlier. I was doing that. Um. So it was me, then Amber, then Anna. Anna. And then Michael. Oh, Michael and Anna. Dated Michael for and a while. Anna and were, then you were dating. dating Anna. Yep. Anna People was, don't realize it was such a small Anna was town. My, there was yeah. like twenty people in our class, so everybody dated everybody, and right. you ended up dating the same girls in the same order. It was like musical chairs. Right. Yeah. Just you know, everybody politely waited their turn, right. and then someone was awkwardly standing there alone. Yeah. Until the music played again, because no one got eliminated. Right. Yeah, we didn't do that. Um. And then I just I don't I'm trying to remember the details. Dang it! But Amber, she had ideas. <laughs> she was a she was a a girl she, with ideas. Uh, she, no, she had an older sister. Okay, <laughs> yeah. She had an older sister right. who That's had advised her a little bit, and so she knew about kissing. The only reason I dated her is because she she basically said, "Will you go with me?" And then, but in this instance, I think she told. And I, I really wanted to, but I would ne I was too timid to ask her. And sh she didn't go in for the kiss, it wasn't that simple. What happened was she was murmuring with Anna. Mm -hmm. 
And then all of a sudden, I think Michael kind of got in on the conversation and then they were murmuring and leaning forward and then Michael leans back behind Ann and Amber and like motions me in. So then I'm like leaning over and he's like, kiss her, man. <laughs> so it's like Amber told Anna, told Michael, told me. Yeah, came all the way around the horn. Kiss her, man. And then there was an implication, I don't think he said it out loud, but there was an implication and I'll time it. Oh, Michael was a timer. Michael was, yeah, yeah I'll, talk, right. I'll talk about Michael in a little bit when I get to my story. Michael, was, he was a sage. And then Amber and Anna stopped talking and Michael and Anna started making out. And that's all you need. I see, if Matt and Amber had done that for me and Leslie, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you be? I don't know. Cause you know, you make certain decisions and then everything gets, Goes. I mean, this. I mean, that's what happens. That's how the universe works, man. So, I'm glad they didn't do that. I had to. I'm glad I'm here. I looked across the Ruatan building, and like everybody was watching and waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was like, you know me. I at a certain point, I'm a performer, man. Right. It comes out like I got that gene. Arrgh, get up on the skis. Yep. One chance. Nancy, and, don't let me down. And I had to. She was on my right. Fancy, so I, I had to lean over. And go across on leaning left, which I would later learn is not my best side. Right. Like once I started figuring this out, I would always be on the right side of my uh, girlfriend, so I could go and go over and lean to the right. It's it much better at the right. Yeah, it's all the way your hair parts. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's how you know you look it's at like the, a sail. Look at the crown of your head, <laughs> whichever. Right. It's you like, got a rudder and a sail, and right. if yeah. you, you you get in the sailboat. I mean, we're still on the water. You get on the sailboat, yeah, and, you, and you've got the sail going the wrong way, starboard, whatever side that is, and, and you, you want to go the other way, whatever that's called. You know what I'm saying? But you're still skiing behind it, which I'm sure is possible. Yeah. Oh, with one of those in the uh, like a clipper. No, one of those that goes really fast. And what do they call the the uh, the America's Cup? You can ski behind one Water of those. Water ski, yeah. yeah. Rip your arm right off yeah. of your body. Yeah. I leaned in to the left and. Starboard. It was, she, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm certain I was not her first kiss. <laughs> is that the front of the back of the boat? Or the, what is left? I don't aft. Port aft? I don't know. <laughs> can I tell my story? <laughs> I just wanna get like, the Like I had a good ski analogy. Now you're all excited because it's sailing. <laughs> Like you're legitimately <laughs> wanting to make this about sailing. I'm in the middle of my story. I'm sorry, I'll learn the terms. I'm the leaning time. to the left. Yeah, whatever that is. And I'm certain this was not Amber's first kiss because she took charge. It was. And I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't bad at all. I actually felt like I was doing okay. And how long? I've seemed well. Michael reported to me later that it was. Do you remember the number? Because I think it's either twelve or fourteen seconds. I don't. I don't remember your number. I know my number. Shorter than that. Wow. Twelve or fourteen? I believe so. You're so bad with math, though. Well, you don't have to add anything. It could have been one point two or one point four seconds too. No, no, no. It you was you misplaced the decimal. One, once I was once I initiated, she took over, and then I was just along for the ride. You're yeah. Okay. I just held onto the rope, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. hold on and keep your skis pointing in the yeah, right direction. Yeah, Amber's and you're the gonna, captain now. You're gonna get somewhere. <laughs> and okay. uh, yeah, and, and uh, twelve to fourteen. That seems about right. And then when we get when we parted, 
ways. One second for every year of age. Everybody was looking. There was not applause, which what made it chaperones? awkward. What the chaperones? I didn't wanna look, I, I, I did not look for chaperones to make eye contact because that was the last thing I wanted. And I broke the seal and I was never the same. You didn't kiss her again though, did you? You didn't date her for very long. I don't remember why you guys broke up. You know what, I don't know. I really don't know if if uh, if I if I had a second go at it. I think that was it from what I, I think remember. That, I think that because, could have been it. Because even though we were literally, we were five miles, maybe three miles apart, Bowie's Creek and Lillington, for some reason when summer came, it was like, well, I'll never see you again. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like I go to a different pool. <laughs> right. And I think you guys broke up. You, you hit the summer wall. And so and then you didn't reestablish it in the next year because I did. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was dating Anna at the time and I, I kissed her a lot. A lot, I remember that. At, at, at the parties that were arranged for that type of thing to happen. Right. Make out parties. Okay, um, but you know what? Not only do you mythical beasts have stories about first kisses, not only do the two of us have stories about first kisses, but some of our mythical entertainment employees also have some very interesting stories, including Ellie, welcome Ellie to the show. Oh, hello. Ellie, hello. You're you're I'm graciously giving you my spot. Um, do you, you wanna talk into my microphone? Hello, check, check. Don't smell it, just talk into it. <laughs> yeah. I had to. Don't breathe in, breathe out. Okay. Um, when we did our Six Flags outing, like we were in different groups of people and <laughs> we happened to be in the same group and we were, we were, there was a group of us in line and somehow we were talking about we started talking about first kiss story, so yeah. I heard a little bit of this, but I think that's part of what gave me the idea to, for us to talk about this on an ear biscuit, because wow. I, I enjoyed your insights. Producing on my time off, I love it. <laughs> yeah, producing <laughs> No, you were on it. the clock. It was a, that's true. It was, it was a, a team work, building a exercise. Day. You were not on vacation, yeah. it just felt like it. That's how fun it is to be <laughs> on the mythical You got crew. paid to ride roller coasters. That's true, yeah, no. You I thought, thought you were on vacation. <laughs> Mission um, accomplished. Okay. We're actually gonna take a vacation day from you. Oh, great. Now that you said that. <laughs> great. <laughs> I won't visit my elderly grandparents. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so what, what's your story? Okay, well, it's funny because it has, um, there, there's some interesting parallels, but uh, my first kiss was in middle school, um, seventh grade to be exact, mm -hmm. and I was dating this guy named Steve. Oh, Steve. And my best friend was also dating a guy named Steve. Ah, <laughs> so the Steves. We'll, we'll call them Steve One and Steve Two. Two Steves? And the way that things worked at my middle school was like, like you're talking about how everyone in the retirement home is watching you kiss. Um, We would go, we would be like walking home from school and whoever you've been paired up with, whoever you've coupled up with, which like looking back on it seemed arbitrary. Like <laughs> it just seemed like someone was like, I like you, and your friend would be like, yeah, you should like him back, and I'd be like, okay. Yeah, your um, friend told you to like him back. Yeah, it's like You're your friends have, it's like very democratic. So you didn't wanna be with Steve? No, no, I did. It's like I developed a crush retroactively. But right, like when right. you start dating them, it's not like you're dating because you have this instant spark, you know, because you don't even know what a spark is. At least right. that was my experience of it. And you would walk home from school and like, the groups of kids would like circle around who was coupled up and like basically like 
encourage us to like make steps along the like dating process. So like Steve and I hadn't even held hands when we Mm -hmm. first started dating. We like Uh barely looked at each other in the eye, you know? So we would walk home and like the first step was they like all circled around us and they were like, you guys should hug. Ooh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Not hold hands? I thought you were gonna say hold hands. They no. circled, circled you. It's like yeah. a tribal initiation or something. Everyone would watch and then we would be like, oh, okay. And then we'd like step forward and, and then like pause and then like hug. Um, <laughs> and it, nothing's been more romantic. <laughs> there you go. Good Good job. Downhill from there. That... Yeah, well, it, it was like, it How, was what, so. Was the hug electric? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I remember being like, oh, my God, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how my first, like, boyfriend hug happened. Mm. The old boyfriend hug that comes first. Yeah, yeah. The, old, the boyfriend hug comes first. And so, so my friend, I've never Carmi, had that, one of those. <laughs> who's dating, you know, let's call him Steve, too. Okay, yeah. They, they would circle around the both of us, and they'd be like, you do it, and then you do it. So I, I hugged Steve one, and then she hugged Steve, too. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, the Steve's really. Hug chain. The Steves really, it worked out well for them. They were both Steve. It's like Yeah, they, I don't even know if they were friends before this. Right, they right. just like the got. Kissing Steves. <laughs> now I've seen, and I believe I've also done it, I've seen two people skiing behind one boat at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. So again, my analogy still holds. I've seen a whole pyramid. I love back the in, water back skiing. Back in the 50s, <laughs> yeah. back in the 50s, man. I love the water ski analogy. You were throwing shade at it, but like the overwhelming power of like being Pulled up oh, out that's of the water. Part. Yeah, that's the passion. But what's the power of the engine? Is your own hormones. Oh yeah. Right. Raw, unfiltered hormones. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so so to so we we did the hug in a circle on the walk home, but like kissing, that's crazy. Like right. that's a whole other step. That's oh yeah. That's um that's just intense. So we would that's your have language hole. Yeah, we would have these like hangouts. Um, all right. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, that's one way they say it. Um, yeah, l- your language hole is the most important hole, and everyone <laughs> oh, knows that. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, so, so the, like, the cool girls in middle school would, who had, like, the nice houses with the fancy basements would organize, like, yes. hangouts and parties mm-hmm. where the whole goal was to kiss on the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Basement, um, basements are trouble in middle school. Huge trouble. But then, like, in retrospect, it's not trouble because the parents know what's happening, and they're yeah. like, oh, as long as you're in the house, right. I know what you're up to. Josh and Joey, the twins, had a basement. Oh, they had a basement. They had a Lots basement. Lots of trouble they in were that twins? basement. They were twins. All of our basement parties happened in twins' basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lynn because, and Lisa. Because when you Tori have twins, you're like, we have got to sequester... <laughs> This double trouble somewhere yeah, yeah. Yeah. underground. You, you, a lot of times they, they keep one of the twins in the basement. <laughs> right. When, when you, when, they were, they when were you actually all triplets. Want, but... deal with, <laughs> you want to deal with one at a time. That's what the basement's for. <laughs> Twin so, quarantine. So you you knew Steve was going down to the basement? No, um, like, like a group of six couples, like so six couples, 12, children mm-hmm. <laughs> got invited to the uh i guess i shouldn't say their last name but to one of the twins basements right and like there were like chips there was music playing the whole it like all seemed like a party but 
all anyone wanted to do was kiss. And I was so nervous because, like, I, I, I didn't have an older sister like Amber. I had an older <laughs> brother, and he would just be like, don't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> Period. Not about anything. <laughs> he's like, he's like yeah. I'd rather not. Oh. Um, we're close now, but uh, when you're growing up, not the same. Um, and so I would just read, like, Cosmo or Seventeen, and they go way beyond what you're ready for. Like, I had just hugged in a circle, and they're talking about, like, 69 ways to, like, blow his mind, et cetera. <laughs> um, so I was just like, I don't know what to expect. I'm super stressed out. So we made a game. It was basically, like, Seven Minutes in Heaven or Spin the Bottle, but, like, they spun it. It was so arbitrary because they were just spinning it so that people landed on their respective boyfriend or girlfriend, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so it they, was like point the bottle. Yeah. So they did it. Was it a bottle? It was a bottle. It was a Sprite bottle. I remember vividly. Sprite. Mm, not a sponsor. Sprite. <laughs> not do a spon- you right. I mean. All night. Nope. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just lost another potential sponsor. Well, you know. Our language holes will drink Sprite. <laughs> so great for your language hole. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellie. Yeah, you no, should apologize. Um, well, so so I was I was super worried. They they kept on landing on other couples, and they would go into different corners of the basement to kiss. Right. And everyone would turn like like we were like promising that we wouldn't look, but we would but all then watch. You would, yeah. yeah. And I, I, you would just hear slurping sounds, you know, like oh, mouth gosh. sounds. Yeah. I know, the worst. Uh, and and it finally got down to me and Carmi and our Steves. <laughs> and they were just like, they were like, oh, like we're, we were all going to go to a movie or something. I think like Shark Tale 3D or something stupid like that. And hey, hey, uh-uh. Okay. Don't bring Shark Tale 3D into this. <laughs> Sorry, that's a potential sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and they were like, you guys should go at the same time. Oh, yeah. You're both Steve's. Yeah. I mean, obviously. And so they were like, you guys go. And we both went into different, like, I was on, I was, like, underneath the stairwell, and she was, like, by this bookcase. And we, like, I see Carmi start to kiss her Steve, uh-huh. and me and my Steve are just, like, uh, like, like, panicking, totally, right. like, like ruining the moment like we were just supposed to get into it and we didn't do it that was the whole point of the whole party Ooh, and, and everything once you missed done. that initial that yeah. initial little window the boat's got to circle around yeah, and you're, right. like, you're just you're sitting there in water. the water like yeah. oh i hope another boat doesn't clip me right exactly you know, you yeah. yeah well so so the boats hold, are bobbing hold your ski up by the way <laughs> so that um, other boats don't come through and hit you. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. That's true. While, had, while your boat is circling around to give you your rope again. Mm-hmm. In this metaphor, my skis had blown all the way over to the other side of the lake. I was <laughs> floating alone. I was stressed. And so I just remembered from magazines like Cosmo and Seventeen, they were like, be confident. Like, like, like get in there. And so I grabbed his face. Yes. Oh, no. And I just like brought it to my face Why and then we were just face to face and then I just went ma, 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 and I started kissing <laughs> did you say oh ma 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 no no ma, ma. I, I just was trying to avoid making actual stupid kissing and noises. then how did Steve respond um, well, I didn't know that there was a tongue element. Like, I never knew that was a Ooh, thing. Yeah, they don't talk about that. <laughs> they don't yeah. talk about, like, they, I'm sure they do, but I, like, didn't realize, I guess. I was just, I was a child. And so I just thought it was this. That's like a catfish in the skiing analogy. 
Yeah. Like an unexpected catfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't, didn't so, know that was going to be down there. <laughs> no, but like a, <laughs> like a fish, though, I just thought kissing was this. Yeah. More like you a know? duck. Yeah, I just like a it was fish, going, I Yeah, like a duck or a fish. I just thought it was like, ba, ba, ba. And there's a whole other part. Mm-hmm. There's a whole other part I didn't know about. Steve knew about that. Steve knew about it. And so I go and, well, in. He thought he thought you're ready because you don't want face grabbing. I know. Like, I yeah. grabbed his face. I should have been ready. And all I knew is like this foreign object was in my mouth. And it, I thought it was a giant wad of gum. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I thought it was a giant wad oh. of like sour gum. Oh, oh, it was sour? He probably had eaten sour gum earlier. We were children. We were having candy all the time. Um, and it, 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 like it was, Steve it was, wasn't ready. It was like, it was like, your, your whole mouth puckered. Yeah, yeah. No, but I was like, what is that? Like, I didn't know what it was. It tasted sour. It tasted like a. It just, it just seemed like a wad of gum. I couldn't even figure it out, and I had no like <laughs> mental capacity to like use my tongue to figure it out. I was just like frozen. I'm sure it was just like a dead slug You're in like, his well, mouth. I guess, I guess eventually it'll just make its way completely into my mouth, and I'll start chewing. But. Yeah, you, did you chew it on it? never happened. I, I was genuinely confused, and I never really got an answer. Oh, man. Um, but, but we, apparently we made out longer than everyone else, probably because I was spending the whole time yeah. trying to figure out yeah. what was happening. Right. And everyone, everyone like applauded for us. Oh, and you got actual applause. I got applause. Wow. For and both of the Did an the elderly Steves. woman clap? Like all of a sudden, why is that elderly woman here? <laughs> yeah, the twins' mom came down and was like, "Nice." <laughs> no, sour. No, but um, um, that that was my first kiss with that Steve, and he broke up with me on a walk home, um, later, and and that all night. I, no, it was like a couple weeks later. Okay. Like like we went on to kiss. I think maybe one more time. Uh, we saw like a different movie in a theater, and right. I got another unexpected tongue, and I didn't know <laughs> wasn't ready. Just, just still wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, unexpected I just, tongue. I think I don't know. Ugh. So weird. Uh, but was but, there a debrief involved after the first one? Like I never talked to with him. I never talked to Amber about. Well, how did it, how was that? Because I could use some pointers. Well, that would have been nice in I retrospect. I wish, like, communication is everything. Yeah. And I think, like, it's so funny to think back on it because in seventh grade, of course, no one knows what they're doing. Right. But in seventh grade, we were still per- trying to pretend like, yeah, I've done this before, you mm-hmm. know, as I flip my <laughs> sweater thing back, right. like hair. So there's, there was no debrief. There's no debrief. Like, I think I wanted him to think that I knew what I was doing. I didn't ask him if he had gum in his mouth. You know, yeah. I still wonder about that because I remember the texture and it is haunting. Maybe he's got a gum tongue. I mean, Maybe he has a gum tongue. Some people have it. Well, he broke up with <laughs> so, me unceremoniously. There were all these rumors that he went to K Jewelers with his mom to get me like a a, a present for Christmas. Uh-huh. Yeah, like ever, I don't even know how the rumor started, but instead he broke up with me on the walk home and it was frosty and the tears froze on my face. Oh my. And I remember just yelling, why, why? Like, like, and I had like a gaggle of girls around me like com- comforting me and he was walking like 20 feet behind me. Yeah. Um, oh wow. It was awful. But I was redeemed because in eighth grade, he made out with my friend Molly because I also, I totally get the like mixing yeah, and matching because right. there's not that many people. You just have yeah. to like yeah. do your thing. Um, yeah. So my friend Molly- Who knows what it's gonna take? Made out with him in the exercise room of the other twins' basement in eighth grade. <laughs> Crazy. 
And he was so aggressive with his tongue, she nicknamed him Tongue Puncher. Oh, wow. And the nickname Tongue Puncher spread throughout the entire school and into high school, and I've never been more vindicated. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, he's You dodged a bullet. You dodged a The other Steve ended up stealing a car and, like, going to jail, but... Steve's tongue puncher is fine. Steve's tend to be easily corrupted. I wonder if the nickname followed him to jail. (laughs) No, no, that's the other Steve. Oh, the other Steve. Steve two. Steve one, tongue puncher. I don't know. He's in the Midwest somewhere. Wow. Well, you know what? Um, How has it impacted you for the rest of your life? I mean, are you you all right now? Yeah, I'm fine. Why? Well, I think when you get broken up with for the first time, it, like I don't think you feel emotions as strongly mm. as you do mm. when you feel them the first time. So, yep. like, uh, I think I've always been very confident. So it was my first experience of someone being like, no. And that's why I was like, why? Right. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so it, it definitely affected me. But, I mean, I've had so many boyfriends. <laughs> You've recovered well. Yeah. I'm thriving. Well, Ellie, thank you for sharing your story. Wow, thank you was, so much. Um, yeah, that was great. Okay. I'll, re- I'll remember that one better than I remembered my own story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and let's. Uh, we've got more stories. We've got more mythical stories. Uh, let's bring in Becca. Becca, welcome to Becca. You've been waiting business. in the wings. I don't know. Does it is it better to wait in the wings? Because Rhett was like, "Well, I don't know if they want to wait outside." Hmm. Is it? Um, it's I mean, better to sit here and be a part of this it was, thing. Or? It was really nice to be a part of this whole experience with everybody, just to hear your stories, well, link your story and yeah, your you head pat around. and your head pat there, right from your dad. Um, <laughs> You're gonna hear a doozy if you stick around. <laughs> and uh, of course, hearing Ellie's story, I think it's it's always fun to hear other girls' first kiss stories of sort of what their experiences were at this deeply tumultuous, sort of absolutely terrible period of. Uh, Life mm-hmm. called being a teen girl. It can be um, terrible, and there's—I oh, mean, everything oh, wow. is an yeah, unknown. It can, and it's like <laughs> it's so perfectly awkward. It's so perfectly terrible in every way. And there's so many variables. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of like, like skiing. skiing. Yeah. You know, the more you think about I've it, I've heard it's a bit like skiing. Tell yeah. us your story. Wow. Um, I have two. This is gonna be a two for one special here, guys. Oh yeah. Um, uh. For for those of you watching who who are not aware of this, I am a lesbian. Yes, that is a thing. Uh, so <laughs> that my, is a my, thing. <laughs> I don't know. Whoa, That's whoa, a thing. whoa, 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 whoa! What? <laughs> no. Time out. <laughs> Huddle up, guys. Did you know? No. So what grade are we um, going back to first? We're going back to my first kiss ever. This is ninth grade. I'm going to set the scene for you. It's okay. ninth grade. Mm-hmm. This is the fall, early winter of 2000 and. Three, I would think. I'm like 13, 13, almost 14. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've just come off of a really riveting summer wherein I played at least eight to 10 hours a day of Final Fantasy XI, (laughs) MMORPG. Is there there much making out in that? There is absolutely no making out in that. No, I played as a cat girl. I was a a Mm -hmm. red mage. I yeah, it did a lot of magic. Prepares you well for making out. Actually. Prepares you not at all for making out. Yeah. So how is there any fantasy, much less a final one? I don't yeah, th- and and that was eleven. They're on to like fifteen now. Yeah. It's it's never final. 
Uh, lots and lots of that alone in my room with my guildmates who ranged from friends of mine who I knew in real life, uh, IRL, as you would, and like a bunch of guys in the military who had nothing to do. <laughs> um, this may have okay. been the height of, of a uh, bunch that. of Steves. It's just a bunch of Steves. Whole bunch of Steves. <laughs> Interesting overlap. There's lots to, both groups lot of can guys teach Steve. the other a lot group of Steves. lots a lot of stuff. Steves. Yeah, whole bunch of Steves. Um, and that's our- Are you about to tell us that the first kiss you ever had was digital? No. Okay. No, no, no. This is setting a stage for who Becca was when she had her right. first kiss. I, okay. I understand. I watched a lot of anime that summer, and I dyed my hair jet, jet black. Oh, wow. To cosplay as an anime character to an anime convention that summer. So the stage Got has it. been set as Got to it. what kind of kid Becca was going into ninth grade. And uh, early in ninth grade, I, I was in the band. I played flute. Uh-huh. And this uh-huh. boy... Named Andy, Andy, who played trumpet. Ooh, oh, ooh, trumpet now. Mm-hmm, Only mm-hmm. three valves on a trumpet. Only three valves on a trumpet. Whole Keep it lot simple, of buttons. Andy. Whole yeah. lot of buttons on trumpet a flute. Players. Oh, yeah. Trumpet players tend to be... They're saucy. A, li- a little. Uh, they like to draw attention to themselves. They're, they're a they roguish debonair there. Yeah, yeah. They get bored with only mm-hmm. three valves, mm-hmm, so you got to... Mm-hmm. You gotta find other things to do. All three of us have hair that I would assume any ninth grade trumpet player would have. <laughs> or try to have. But they're in ninth grade. They don't know how to take care of themselves yet. Right. So it's just real bad. Um, he took a shine to me. I took a shine to him. And it just sort of became this place where we had this this fun banter. We were in band. Mm-hmm. We also had homeroom together. Oh, and the uh, flute trumpet combo. Mm-hmm. You see it from a mile mm-hmm. away. Oh, yeah. It's I'd a buy classic. That on a it's a classic. Tape. It's like two boats on each side of the lake just heading straight for a collision. Yep. Yeah, this is this is one of the real tricksy fancy moves in water skiing, the two boats, and then you trade it off. <laughs> oh, That's how flutes and trumpets do. Yeah. Uh, but... Eventually, at some point, he he asked me out, and uh, and me asking me out was we had a lunch date together at school. Oh, oh no, that's bold. That's bold because everybody is watching, and only a trumpet mm-hmm. player would do that. I mean, a saxophone mm-hmm. player definitely, but oh, and did, he had an older brother. He was getting advice from an older brother. He knew a, what he yeah. was doing. A he trombonist was trying to be real would swath. never do this. No, no, no. The the one kid who played bassoon in our band had no chance at all. Oh no. Mm. So you like Mm-mm. eating square pizza? Yeah, something like that. And then what? Oh, this wasn't when the kiss was, but we started dating. <laughs> oh, <that>. oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dang. So I had I had myself my first little boyfriend. Uh-huh. His name okay. was Andy. Andy and Becca. A, B. It worked out. <laughs> Trumpets, flutes, all that stuff. Come the winter formal. Oh, wow. This is the first kiss. We're at the winter formal together. It's a dance. There's punch. There's dresses. There's a lot of those fake snowflakes that you buy everywhere. Whole lot of those uh-huh. yep, f- yep. flocking. Yep. The flocked trees. Yeah, the flocking. The white. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those ones. A lot of those. The dance ends. It's an uneventful dance. I remember very little of it. Uh, he takes me home like a proper gentleman to make my non-existent curfew because my parents really didn't care what I did because I was he, such a big freaking nerd that they knew I wasn't going to try anything. He drove his own car? Or was no, this... he did not. His his mom picked us up and dropped us off. Okay, good. Uh, but she was like a cool mom, so it was okay. And it was an SUV too, so we could sit in the way, way back and feel like we were getting chauffeured. Oh, yeah. Mm. Is that where it happened? No. At my front door. Like oh. every just wow, teen like movie. movie. Like a freaking movie. This was an episode of Dawson's Creek, the tail end of like whatever you thought was actually going to happen on Clarissa Explains It All and it never did. You know, this was just a teen girl fantasy. And her, and, I'm right and, there and with his you. His parents were in the car? His mom was in the car. His mom was in the car and he walked you to your he door. He walked me to my front door. I oh, unlocked I the door. I didn't think this ever actually happened. Were the headlights like blazing? No, she was... 
like she you couldn't see my front door from my driveway so like we had a little bit of privacy okay. it was oh, it was oh, kind wow. of a nice Setting moment perfect oh such a nice moment i was wearing a red dress and i only remember that because i spent most of this time prior to the kiss looking at my feet because i had no idea what was going on i i i'm the oldest child in my family i have some older cousins um like i said a lot of anime a lot of online video games yeah. nobody was preparing 13 year old becca for for a first kiss my mom had pretty much already given up at that point you weren't thinking that it was about to happen i was because everybody was like expecting that because we were dating yeah. he was ostensibly my boyfriend i wore his big weird army jacket all the time at school that smelled awful <laughs> Mm. But, oh, but wow. you know, that's that was the sign we were going steady. Uh, right. And we just kind of stood there. I'd unlocked my door and turned around. And I was looking at my feet a lot. And I was like, oh, it's kind of a nice dance. Yeah. And we weren't really saying anything. And I wasn't trying to leave. And he wasn't trying to leave. And neither of us were trying to leave, but also not trying to initiate anything. Right. Mm. And then finally, he kind of took my hand that had the corsage on it because he had gotten me a corsage, mm, classy okay. young man. Wow. Um, and I kind of looked at him and he looked at me and it just sort of was like, I guess we're going to kiss now. Yep. Um, and our faces sort of came together and just kind of touched. And I didn't wear glasses then. I had contacts. So we just kind of like, Smash. Just kind of put our faces Whoa. on each other's faces and then sort of just kind of... There was like weird just mouth grumblings against one another. Oh, gosh. He smelled exactly like a dry erase board eraser. Oh, gosh. Like, what did he get dry into? A vivid scent memory of that, of knowing it smelled like erasers, knowing I had no what? idea what I was doing. You know why? Because I do. Homeboy was practicing on the eraser. <laughs> wow. What? I mean, there was no ink on his face. He had done a good job cleaning it off, but he smelled just like that. It's soft, There's soft like of, lips. Uh, I know it. Oh, you know. that's, no, oh man, you got so many eraser. other options. The pillows, <laughs> yeah. stuffed animals. Yeah. Oh gosh, my teddy bear got it. Your oh. dog's tummy, I don't <laughs> know. I, I didn't practice on anything. Dog's I just watched tummy. a lot of Naruto. So what happened after this? It, we just sort of smushed faces. There was no tongue. I also was not aware of the fact that tongue was something you <laughs> right. could use. Right. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. He was not either. His older brother had not gotten that far you. in prepping Nobody him. Nobody wants to lick a dry erase marker. <laughs> no. no. Dry erase yeah. eraser. Uh, we separated, and it was kind of like, okay, bye. And I immediately went to my house and closed <laughs> yeah. the door and yeah. went upstairs and got on Final Fantasy XI, where my friends who had also been at the dance were already oh. on. Uh-huh. And then in, the, in our guild chat, we were all like... <laughs> Furiously, furious typing, furious typing with the fast bragging. Night. No, I was like, ah, I kissed Andy. It was weird. Oh my god! And they were like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so at that moment, you like it was like you're smushing face, and you're smelling dry, dry erase, erase board, marker, board or, eraser. eraser, and you're like, I like girls. That was shortly <laughs> after. I'm not gonna lie. It's like that was a pivotal moment. It was a pretty no. pivotal moment in that I did not get I did not, not get right what moment kissing. I did not get the hype behind kissing following that kiss. Right. I kissed this guy. I went upstairs. I played Final Fantasy XI for the rest of the night with my guildmates, and I had never given it a second thought. Andy and I unceremoniously broke up like a month later. Right. With no more kissing. No more kissing. Mm-hmm. We never kissed again. I never felt the need or want to ever kiss him again. I did not understand what kissing was all cracked up to be. 
high school went on. There were some other kisses. They were unceremonious. Uh, during this period of time, I was like, oh, no. I am very gay. <laughs> oh, no. That yeah. might explain a few things uh-huh. about why I don't get the kissing. Right. Mm-hmm. Wrong people. College <laughs> comes. I'm an absolute closet basket case through college. There was absolutely very little kissing happening in college. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, no. Nobody can know. Uh, okay. No kissing. But then I'd go to co-op parties and I'd do the college kid thing where I would uh, consume a lot of alcoholic beverages. And then I would be like, woo, guys, I don't care. I'm going to kiss everybody. And then I would just kiss a lot of people. Didn't matter then because I mm-hmm. could then hide my own shame in my, oh. in my being gay under the fact that everybody was drunk and kissing each other. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's how it does. Um, and then my, my senior year of college was my first real certifiable stamp it on the paper get it notarized kiss with a lady that i can recall that was not just because i was very drunk and everybody was doing it mm-hmm. first meaningful first meaningful kiss yeah it was also at a party so i know the setup's not good I, the setup is not great but uh it was the last part of the year for a student group i was involved in in college called the university of california rally committee uh, I was graduating. I'd been in the group Did for you four race years. Cars? No, we were like the spirit organization on campus. Okay, we That's uh, valid. we we waved uh, big old flags at the football games. Any and water skiing? There's no water skiing involved. I did. Okay. I did. I did windsurf in high school. I learned how to windsurf. Okay, okay. And so I had nothing skied. like kissing. Not not at all like kissing. No, no, no. Then what the, happened? What? Okay, so it was the last. It was the last, the last part thing. of the, uh, their big blowout party at the end of the year. I'm a graduating senior. Everything's all good. I'm like, yeah, I'm at this party. I'm graduating from college. I have no idea what I want to do with my life, but I'm graduating from college. Yeah, this is great. Um, and I am approached in the kitchen by another member of uh, mm. this group kitchen. who. Um, were you out a, at a this time? I was. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I came out in college and I was still just like in my head a complete closet case and not actually pursuing that. But I was definitely very, very out okay. and very like, hey, guys, look at me with my bad Zoe Deschanel style blunt bang haircut. Well, y'all knew me when I had that one. It wasn't good. Um, <laughs> uh, I might look like a member of a cast in The New Girl. However, I am very gay. Please tell everybody I am desperate. I would <laughs> right. like to kiss anyone at this point. And it was just not <laughs> happening. Um because once it ever came to like, hey, Becca, you should meet my friend. I was like, oh, no, ah, panic. Ah, I'm bad. The things. Um, yeah, I was I was cornered basically in the kitchen while refilling my my adult beverage at this party. Uh, and I turn around and it's a girl who is also in the rally committee. She is a, a junior a year behind me. Mm-hmm. Blonde. Real cute. Known her for a couple of years. Never had an inkling at all in my head that she was even remotely on the spectrum of anything but 100% straight. Right. And she's like, hey. I was like, oh, hi. Not thinking that this is where this is going. And she's like, immediate word vomit. Just word vomit. Completely just like, you're really cute. I think you're really cute. I think I have a crush on you. I've had a crush on you for a while. You're graduating. I don't know what you're doing after college. I don't know if you're moving. Like a thousand miles an hour of words. Basically her confessing that she had a crush on me and me being like, that's cool. Really got the language (laughs) hole going there. (laughs) My language hole was a gat, just just jaw on the floor like, you uh, just, 
could have put so many words back inside right. and no, uh-huh. no words came out of my 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 mouth hole my language hole many <laughs> words came out of her language hole <laughs> and i was like that's really great and she was like okay and left and oh we, she left she walked away from me a couple hours later after several more adult beverages okay. she corners me in the kitchen again and this time I'm making a drink and she taps me on the shoulder and I turn around and she pushes me up against a fridge. What? Oh, and shoves her tongue down my throat. She was a trumpet player too, huh? <laughs> also a flute player. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. Some, sometimes? Who'd have thought? Also a flute player. No, no, I'm just more woodwinds. None of that oh. brass up in here. Wow. I'm a woodwind can, can only I... kind of girl these days, okay. you know. All right. She shoved her tongue down my throat and we started uh, furiously making out against this refrigerator. You don't. Uh, much to the raucous cheers of Make it sound great. everyone we know. <laughs> it was not a good kiss, but it was a meaningful kiss. Did it hurt? That sounds No, like, it was more like, shocking and surprising. Did she have a gum tongue? No gum tongue. Just very <laughs> active tongue. No gum tongue. Co- not no. a Steve. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not no, not a Steve. Steve. Zero Steves involved at all. This is a Steve-free zone. <laughs> but this was like a... Uh, shoulder tap, surprise shoulder attack. Shoulder tap, surprise attack, Again, make out Again, might kiss. I point out another very movie-like situation. Like, yeah. is, that, is that how your romantic life plays what? out as if it is in film? I, th- I, well, I wish. Just... That'd be great. There'd be a lot more foot pops. I would have had at least one dance around or near a fountain. Okay. I have never yeah. been picked up on a dock while it's raining, all of the notebook. Okay. That right. is my ultimate goal. So it's not perfect. No. No one has said, if you're a bird, I'm a bird to me. And that's really all I want from life. <laughs> Speaking from experience, it's not all it's cracked up to be. I mean, Well, hey, Link, been there, done that, you can say... Have not been there, have not done that. So I cannot say the same thing. I was joking. I haven't been there, done that. I was, I was um, going to be really surprised. Not, I mean, not to. And so did this not to put you down, man. Did this turn into uh, something more? Uh, there was a lot of furious making out. Uh, I, I, at some point, we left that party. I left with her. I want to elaborate the rest of the story and from then there. From there, other people got to use the fridge. Then other people got to use the <laughs> fridge. Okay. Yeah, uh, got it. I promptly then ignored her for six months. She tried to ask me out a couple times, and I was just like, ah, panic. I'm very good at that. I panic and run away from most situations in my life. <laughs> um, so I had this very meaningful first kiss. I then panicked for six months and ran away. Six months later, she asked me out to the ballet to see Swan Lake. Oh wow, dark. Yeah, very dark. Very dark. Um, uh, I went. It was a great time. We dated for three and a half years after that. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah, y'all met her. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. Yes. Got it. Yeah, we dated for three and a half years after that. Um, hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? So that uh, so that was a victory. It was a vict- It was ultimately a victory. It was definitely, uh, as you can uh, tell in both situations, uh, I, I sort of was the much more passive actor in this of just sort of... Uh-huh. Oh, stuff is happening to me, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that was a great, I mean, getting tapped on the it, shoulder and then having having anyone just be like, I am into you enough to shove you up against a fridge and furiously make out with you in yeah. the middle of this party. That's yeah. a great time. There was a lot of raucous applause from friends around us. A whole lot yeah. of people suddenly were aware that both of us were very, very gay who had no idea prior to that. Now, I'll never look at a fridge the same way no? again. <laughs> But you know what? Or Thanks, keep or your eggs inside of it for, or make out. For sharing your story and it, especially the vulnerability associated with it. So yeah, uh, we do you. appreciate that. And uh, now you can. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm getting kicked off the podcast. <laughs> we, we talked about that was going to be a weird moment. Like, and now weird. you can leave because I don't know. I'm really bad at that moment. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's understandable. It's like, like your dad trying to get off the phone. <laughs> it's like me trying to trying to kiss my girlfriend. Yeah. I'm like, going to go. I'm gonna go. 
not kiss people. You know, Thank you, you buddy. Um, well, I mean. Oh, man, moving I, back over here. So, I mean, now the time has come for um, me to tell you my Amber story. Which uh, now don't try to top mine just because uh, I told mine first. Uh, just because I beat you to the punch doesn't mean you have to swing harder. Uh, a lot of the, the a lot of these stories have something in common, and that is um, people not knowing what to do, people not knowing what they want, and I definitely uh-huh. did not know how to go about any of the things that I'm about to talk about, but. Boy, did I want to. <laughs> so, uh, lots of like at that age, and everybody kind of. You were an initiator in general when it came to relationship type yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I was very much a responder and very timid. But it's interesting because, especially at that age, people are sort of waking up to their own desires uh, at, at different rates. Some people, uh, it is personality based in some ways, but then there are, I just, you know. I don't remember when it happened, but I was just like, I want to kiss a girl. I really, really want to. Even in sixth grade, when I had the, op- I mean, I would think about it all the time. I've thought about this before on an old ear biscuit, how I would think about it all the time. Even in like first grade, I was mm-hmm. already thinking about it and how, and how I wanted to make it happen, but had no opportunity. Then I had that opportunity with Leslie in sixth grade, could, just couldn't close the deal because I was just so nervous. Sure. But by eighth grade, because I knew that uh, like everybody, everybody else had done it. You, I mean, you you had kissed you had kissed Amber the previous year, and I don't remember how that relationship started, but it was definitely one of the classic. Friend comes up to you and says, "Oh no, well I, well, I always initiated. I went to the friend. I think I actually went to Leslie and said, I like Amber. Does Amber like me? Bada bing, bada boom, and then we were going out. And then one of the things that we all did was we would go to." Uh, go hang out on Campbell University's campus, and we would hang out in that restaurant, Shell's Place. Yeah, that was underneath D. Rich Auditorium, which was named after a student who had been like killed on campus or something. Ooh. And it was like a a little little restaurant. You mean Michelle? Shell's Place. Yeah, I don't know the details. I don't either. It doesn't exist anymore. I don't think it's in it's in. Uh, it's it's on campus anymore, but we would go hang. There was no college students, but a bunch of middle schoolers would go hang out there, and I remember going to campus that night, knowing that I was going to kiss Amber. I was like, "This is my chance." There's no parents around, and um, I believe Michael Juby was there, probably with Anna at the time. You were not there at the time, um, but there was a couple other couples, you know. But it wasn't like a makeout party situation. It was more like. One at a time, these couples are going to leave and go somewhere else onto campus, kiss, and mm-hmm. then come back. Mm-hmm. I had on my blue Nike sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually took my school picture in that year. It was special. Yeah. and it you, was, you wore it on all special occasions. Oh, yeah. And tonight I, was, was gonna my, be special. It was my favorite article of clothing. Anytime you're, gonna, you're premeditating anything awesome, you're gonna wear that shirt? Yeah, and of course, as selfish as I was and am, I don't remember what Amber had on, but I know I had on that blue Nike sweatshirt. You premeditated to be mythical. And I said, I am going to walk her to the fountain. By the way, let's do a t-shirt called Premeditate Mythicality. What about that? It's not that catchy, but I mean, maybe it'll catch we'll on. on. Lots of syllables. 
I'm gonna walk to the fountain. It was nighttime. There's a nice fountain out there at that part of the campus. And it I, is a nice fountain. And I'm like, I'm gonna sit down. And 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 again, just the like edge you of said, the fountain is kind of like a bench. Amber makes it makes you feel like th- this is gonna it's gonna be okay because you already knew that she had kissed other guys, and I never kissed anybody. But I just knew that like it wasn't gonna be this weird thing for her. I knew that she understood what was happening. And so that whole weirdness was taken out of the out of the fact. And she knew when we got up and walked to the fountain that that was exactly what was gonna be happening. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I was ha- was thinking was what Michael Juby had told me, which was, uh, you gotta count. He you got to count. He he was a, he's a proponent big, of the timing yeah, of the kiss. And he's not even an accountant now, he's a lawyer. So, but I guess there is a lot of math involved and a lot of counting involved in that. But he was like, you got to count. And so I was thinking, I got to count for Michael. And I go out there and we sit <laughs> gotta down. Count for Michael. <laughs> I got to I got to report to Michael. I got to tell right. him how many seconds. Well, he I was went. in the shell's place waiting. Yeah, he was waiting for me. So I could come back and just flash a number at him, you know. And I knew that if I wanted to go back and and, I, and it needed to be something I could just communicate with my hands, it had to be under 10 seconds because <laughs> I've only got 10 fingers. <laughs> I didn't want to be in a situation where I'm like going like 20, yeah, like 15, hand yeah, Morse code. So I'm like, I gotta go sub 10 seconds so I can communicate it. Um, so we sit out there for a second, I put my arm around her and I just like looked at her, she looked at me and she had the, I know what's about to happen and I'm totally into it look on her face, which just made it very easy. And I and I leaned in, and uh, I got to say, I went in with an open mouth. Now, not like a. Ma- I think I think your mind is what's supposed to be open, <laughs> and your mouth is supposed to start shut. And um, I went in with an open mouth, and there was an exchange. There was a, a tongue exchange because she was ready for that. I was ready for that. I knew that that was going to happen. Well, uh, you, you'd heard many reports of my. Success. Yeah, and we kind of gotten it. We got into a little rhythm, and then I a couple of seconds, and I was like, "Oh shoot, I got to be counting." Oh, so and then so you had to estimate. I had to estimate that it had been going for three seconds, <laughs> and then I was like, "And that's what you're going to come back to to argue four, that you still went as five, long as I did." Six, seven, and then I was out. Seven's a complete number. It's a prime number. It's a perfect number. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. And uh, got to keep it on. Got to keep it in single digits. And so, and then, and then you didn't say anything afterward because you don't. There's nothing to be said. You just kind of like. Now, yeah, I actually forgot an important detail, and I've told this story before at some place, so I probably have told that detail. But I actually did what I think is is the right thing to do. I said, even though I knew she was totally okay with it, I was like, "Can I kiss you?" That is great. I d- I mean, seriously, I think that is. And then um, she was like, "That is yes," great. and so yeah, I, I, because first of all, the com- the the communication aspect of it is really important, right? Absolutely, because informed consent goes it 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 applies every way, but just the in every direction, the briefing, you know, the pre briefing, <clears throat> the post briefing, the awkwardness will kind of go away if you just if you talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it was great; it was good. We ended up basically dating that entire. Eighth grade year did was Michael pleased? Uh, came back inside, gave him the flashed him the seven. He gave me the thumbs up, and uh, you know, and then la- many times later, uh, we would me me and you actually <laughs> sat and watched Michael kiss other people at church lock-ins. Remember that? 
Yeah, I was not about to make out at a church lock-in. And Michael went for so long that counting just was just didn't matter anymore. Right, it was like an aerobic exercise. It's like, yeah. what are you, you going for 20 minutes? Yeah, right, it was definitely a minutes situation. It was no longer a second situation. So yeah, you're about moved well beyond. Raw that. mouth. <laughs> um, but Damn. yeah, it was, uh, so, but like I said, it was something that I was, I mean, I mean, we you know we talk about this with, with with the fact that our kids are in this age group now. Yeah, they're like they're right in the sweet spot where when we were discovering all that, and now they're that age. And I haven't told that story. I mean, we've talked we've talked about a lot of things in sort of like general terms, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be as educational as possible and and and, and give the best possible advice. Um, but I haven't. But I haven't. <laughs> I haven't told lots of personal stories, mostly as to not give in too many ideas. I'm currently figuring this out as uh, well. Right. And so I'd rather not verbally process <laughs> it on the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, we could. Well, you know, maybe next time. But uh, yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're figuring this stuff out. I want I want to keep it about us. Okay. I want to respect my the the. The privacy of my Oh, I'm not gonna tell any stories or mention any names. Um, but yeah, thank you to all you mythical beasts who shared your stories. Thank you to uh, Ellie and Becca for sharing their stories. Yeah. And um, thank you, Link, for sharing your story. You're welcome. Hmm. Thank you for your story <laughs> too. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll talk at you again next week. Yes. Can we count on you? Mm-hmm. I knew we could.